Welcome to Folklore Friday. A werewolf can be killed only with a silver bullet. Because I'm the chosen one and there are vampires? You are the boy who lived. You made us what we are, didn't you? You in danger, girl. Sabrina Spellman, and I will not sign it away. Am I dead? We don't allow black magic. Witches aren't real. Once the world was full of wonders, but it belongs to humans now. I myself am strange and unusual. Hey folks, just a heads up, this episode contains a lot of discussion on good old S-E-X. So parents, if your kids are in the room, you might want to use your headphones. So welcome to Folklore Friday. Hi, I'm Megan. I'm Nick. I'm Tyra. I'm Faye. Oh my. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, that's how we all said it. I know. I was like, no, I'm saying Yours went up like there's like you the, went like really high. The waveform and yours went up like really high. <laughs> it's really so what funny. If I was just like, Yo, I'm Faye. What's up? You should do that. Yeah, no, that's I, I, I would, okay. I would wonder how long you can like hold it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Faye. And I'm Faye. <laughs> All right. Well, we did a, ch- a check-in before we started recording, but um, we were all still in quarantine, which is why I'm really grateful that you guys wanted to record this. Tyra's doing a mini fist pump. <laughs> yeah, dude. This is what I was looking forward to. All oh, yeah. Time. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> the only thing I got going on. <laughs> yeah, I've been excited. I have to... Okay, we don't have this on the podcast at all, but I have to bring up... Um, Okay, last week when we were all on FaceTime together, and I, I think Carl was on the phone with us, but it was the it was like the day the governor of Washington um, said that we were going to do the stay at home like lockdown, basically. Yep. Okay, this is one of my favorite moments of our friendship because we were all <laughs> working on homework and me and Faye were like wait wait we were asking Nick we were asking you about something to do with tectonic plates and then you were like wait a minute and like while we were on the phone and you said okay the governor just locked down the state and we were like what what (laughs) (laughs) and then you were like man everything's gonna be shut down guys I gotta go I gotta go to the dispensary (laughs) (laughs) and you went to your car the first (laughs) thing you think of it was so funny because what was great about that is you stayed on the phone and you're like driving along hands free and you're answering our questions about tectonic plates while you're on your way to the dispensary I was like this is a true friend and then what made that even better I've been telling this story to everybody when you got there, you were like, oh, my God. And then you flipped the camera around and the line went like all the way outside to the streets. I yep. mean, yeah. Yeah, I got to get your beat. Yeah. So what I found out was they weren't letting anyone in unless there was like a one to one ratio yeah. of like um, like helpers and customers. So everyone 
had to wait outside. So you're not just like, also the stores were getting like cluster of people. So there were just too many people to have like in one building, let alone everyone's going to be like a few feet away from each other inside of a building. And they were trying to close down the state at the time. And so everyone was just like scrambling to get weed. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. This is a stressful time. And so you're going to sit at home. Like you don't know when they're going to open again. We're not allowed to grow any ourselves and you can't just like buy it from someone, you know, you have to go to a store. Stores are closed. Like you got to get your stuff now. Yeah. Well, it was just, yeah. it's really interesting because I thought that it was going to be shut down, but they're considered essential. And so they're still Are open. They really? Yeah. Because um, medical dispensers <laughs> might be, but recreational dispensers okay. so like any other store. Faith losing it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> There's a lot of things. Well, I'm like, tell that to my parents and be like, it's essential. It's, it's essential for me. They're going to be like, not in your life. Go, go, go. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> not well here under twenty one. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, well, that's what Jay Inslee said. So. <laughs> and th- but this is like a stressful time. So like I'm pretty straight edge, yeah, but nice. I am fine with people bulking up because it's crazy out there right now. Yeah, yeah the most well, exciting thing that say- happened to me today was my grandma delivered me a mask. What kind of mask? <laughs> Oh, it's a little so fabric mask that she though. made. That's it's really, really pretty. Nice. Oh, that's really nice. She made it? It's Yeah, it has like little retro print on it. That's cute. I know. <laughs> well, there's... Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to hook you up with my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> she could use a little excitement in her life. Oh my god. Ooh, I got that for the ladies. Oh my god. Older ladies. Oh my god. Oh, he'll bring her some pot brownies oh. and they'll have a good time. Don't add any of this out. Where I go All of it. Okay, cool. Oh, Faye's door is like so. Faye's door. I know. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm really sorry, you guys. I don't know. Good... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it sounds like a tree falling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. And then my and then my markers are like. <laughs> yeah, and they're worse than that. It's gonna be great. Right <laughs> I'm so sorry, Megan. It's okay. For years, Bo Dennison did not understand why or how her lovers ended up dead after one night with her, until the Fae find her and explain what she is, a succubus. As she continues to search for the truth of who and what she is, she works as a PI for both the light and the dark Fae, and any humans who have been wronged by the Fae and supernatural alike. Lost Girl had five seasons and aired from 2010 to 2016. On Rotten Tomatoes, Lost Girl has an 80% audience score. Tell us, do you agree? So today we're going to be talking about the show or the first episode of the show Lost Girl. Ooh, I'm getting in... I'm glad you guys watched it. Okay. Okay. I was getting a little echo, but I think I'm good now. Okay. Okay. So 
I have the outline here and forgive me listeners, I'm still learning how to do this, but last time the review was a bit long, so we're gonna try to do it a little bit more concise. <laughs> so first off, what's everybody's first overall thoughts of, of the show? Good. I like how Faye will nod and then she'll realize that I'm recording and no one can see her nod. And then I go, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, like overall, I enjoyed the pacing of the show and how it was set up. I particularly liked the beginning. I think just, I don't know, it was paced better than Roswell, I thought. Me too. And I was, I was more intrigued by what was happening. Um, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So what was it about the beginning? Was it like the first few scenes? Like the first like bar scene? Like the whole bar like, scene. Totally. And then, yeah. I thought they missed a bit of an opportunity there with like her getting that first drink from that creepy guy at the bar. And then the second girl getting that drink. I think they could have made it more obvious or clear that she knew that he was a creepy dude mm-hmm. because he laced her drink as well. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like affected because, you know, she's like not a human. So mm-hmm. well, didn't she not I drink think it? They well, I thought she did. She like, Oh, did she not? Wait, which one? Okay. Here I have a little write up. I'll explain the first scene just for context sake. Okay. So, um, I'll explain the first scene. This is what I have written up so you guys can tell me if it sucks. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bo, a sexy bartender, is working the bar and she sees a sleazy guy drug a drink. He offers it to her, but she declines. But she keeps an eye on him. A sly girl in her early 20s comes in and pickpockets quite a few wallets. Then sleazy guy offers her the same drink that he drugs. She chugs it, says thanks, and walks out and he follows. And then Bo grabs her jacket and follows after them. So... Okay, that explains what I saw, what I missed out on, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, so she sees the drink and then she keeps watching him to see what, because he still has it. And to see what he yep. does with it. And then he gives it to, we later learned her name is Kenzie. And I like her. She's my favorite. Me too. I like her a lot. She, I like her eyes. She's, oh, she's so pretty. And usually like, I, this is going to sound so judgmental, but I think because I'm like a curvy girl, I tend to like hate really thin girls. <laughs> like just part of me. I'm like, ah, how did you get that way? And so, um, but. Bro, no, we have to. Tyra feels me. <laughs> I feel like I'm. Yeah. But yes. but she she's such a great character. Okay, and speaking of her, I don't know how to say her name. I want to say it's Kinzia Solo. I'm I know I've said that wrong, but in 2011 she won a- Han Solo's daughter. Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Oh, God, that's really funny. Um, so in 2011, she won a Gemini Award, which is something that they give out in, in Canada. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> can I get an award for being Someone a Scorpio? Else, yeah. Can I get a Leo Oh, okay, okay. I don't, know, I don't know why it's called a Gemini Award, but she won it for Best Performance by an Actress in a Featured Supporting Role in a Dramatic Series. So she won because she's so good at that. Oh my, I forgot to turn my phone off and I got a text message. No, as the show continues, her character is so good because she's very gothic, but she's bubbly at the same time. Like she's super like friendly. She's in like, 
when Bo gets interested in one of the characters, she's always like, ooh, you like him. He's going to be your boyfriend. Like all this stuff that you don't really, when you think about don't a girl. Don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, her character, I don't want to get too much far ahead of the first episode, but she does a remarkable job on this show. But okay, so, so you guys said that you liked the beginning. What was it about the beginning that was so intriguing? Uh, so my first impression wasn't about the beginning necessarily, but like, I guess somewhat. Okay, so my first impression was it was a lot like watching like more of a background story of the like person that like the Winchester brothers from Supernatural are about to like show up to town and kill to just roll in and she's like driving this like old classic like, oh muscle God. car and I just like see Dean getting out of the <laughs> like, her and I'm like I'm like oh shit oh that's you know so I? funny so that was that was my first impression that makes me laugh I actually. can totally feel that because yeah, it's like, see that. No, no, totally. it is like a similar style, like the lighting and the costuming and it's, it's dark. It's a little bit humorous. It's got like some like really dark, like overtones of like what happens in real society. And then mm-hmm. it also gets then into like the supernatural world that is behind the real world and like our everyday like concerns and issues and stuff. So it kind of starts off with that and then plugs in like the supernatural effect. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot. Okay, I, I wrote this little thing up so that people could understand. So I'm going to say it <laughs> right now. And then I'll probably plug it in the beginning. But um, I'm learning. I'm learning. Okay. So, for context, Bo is a fae, a member of an ancient underground group of magical creatures. But she was raised by humans. For years, she did not understand why or how her lovers ended up dead after one night with her. Until the fae finder. Oh, my God. Okay. That's kind of an issue. Yeah, that would be bad. Until the Fae find her and explain what she is and that there are more Fae folk, which with various species, and there's two sides, the light and the dark. She is told she has to choose, but being a rebel, she chooses not to choose and declares herself neutral. As she continues to search for the truth of who and what she is, she works as a private investigator or private detective for both the light and dark Fae and any human who has been wronged by the Fae and supernatural. Um, also, yeah, Lost Girl has, I'm just out here wronging people. I'm out here wronging people, guys. No, okay, so I thought you this is dark, Faye. I'm definitely dark. dark. Oh <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> definitely just evil. You're just straight evil. I'm just straight evil. Yep. <laughs> I'm the actually I'm the original Faye, so everything <laughs> originated from me. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal now, but it's mother fine. Of it's funny. Yes, I'm a mother of many children. Oh. Many Faye. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. No, it's fine. Okay, so Jokes. after so after she leaves. So she, okay, the next thing that happens is she follows them out to the elevator, and in the elevator is Sleazy Guy, whatever his name is, and Kenzie. 
He's followed her, and Kenzie slowly starts to realize that she's been drugged and asks him, what did you put in my drink? And then Bo comes and walks into the elevator where they both are. And then she starts, like, saying, oh, you've been a naughty boy, and starts kissing him. And while she's kissing him, she's, like, sucking this, like... She's, like, sucking like, so cool. She's, like, a Dementor in Harry Potter. She's, like, yes! That's a really good description. That's, like, a very accurate comparison. And her, Thanks, guys. I like that her eyes go like blue, like oh that, God. like wolfy and then, like, blue. Her, like, her like breath like turns like blue too. It's so cool. Yeah, I do like. I like the way that they did that. And he looks sexy, Dementor. <laughs> <laughs> I like how. And then he dies. He straight up dies. But he's got this creepy smile on his face. <laughs> what did you? That part was a bit odd, like <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah, uh, probably the only action he's getting. <laughs> no, he's like he's a predator. He's drugging women. Yeah, drugging women. He's probably going to some extremes that are just unnecessary. Yeah. So, so, so what's the implication of of this choice? So we know that she can hurt people, but she's she's choosing wisely. So she's chosen a man who was a sexual predator to Kenzie. And I love, okay, first of all, she's a lady who's taking back the power. She finds a sexual predator and is like, nope. And mind you, this was all before the Me Too movement. This show started in 2011. So yeah, I was impressed by like the dating of the show and then the progression of like this being a female like main character and she's like really empowering. And it, it was just really impressive for the time. Isn't she gay too? She's. They don't ever come out and give her a label, but she's. She seems like she bisexual. was into that one trick. No labels. Yeah, and that's what. Okay, I'm going to read you. Speaking of her, her sexuality, I'm going to read you this part from an article that I read, and it's called "Refusing to Pick a Side: Lost Girl and Sexual Politics." It was really, really good. Sick. Some of it was good. And then some of it, I was like, I don't agree with that. Like, he made fun of her outfit. They're like, did they have to dress her in, like, sexy attire? And I was like, yeah. Oh, they sexualized sexualized the hell out of her. Like, it's supposed to be, but if she's, like, a rebellious person, don't you think she'd be dressing that way if it's her character? Also, also, can I just say? Yeah. You don't have to, like, you can sexualize someone in a way where it's, like, they're in control of it. Exactly. And I didn't feel like her clothes were that provocative. And that's how it should be perceived. But people Mm -hmm. just perceive it in a different way, which is f***ed up. And that's on them. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's more in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. he made made comments on her like outfits. And I was like, her outfits are not that bad. Like, they're really not that bad. I think I know the line this guy's writing right now. Also, you're (laughs) the one making comments about it anyway. Like, you don't even have to. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like you're more worried about it than everyone else. Yeah. But, okay. But I will read this one part because I found it really good. Okay. As portrayed by Anna Silk, Bo's blatantly bisexual, pansexual even, nature is refreshing in a genre largely dominated by heteronormative love stories. But even more impressive is that it doesn't define her. Though she pursues a love interest with both male and female leads, sometimes simultaneously, those episodes get interesting, um, (laughs) with plenty of action on the side, her sexual preferences never become a central problem of the narrative. 
What do you guys think about that? Which is so great. Which is good because it's just normalized. Exactly. Yes. It's that. Then exactly. the character isn't defined by being the gay character. Exactly. Or LGBTQ character. Yeah. They're just yeah. they're just who they are. And I think it is important to show those like kind of like self-discovery type of stories where people do come to find themselves in that for representation's sake. But I don't mm-hmm. think that that should be the defining characteristic of that character. So I thought that that was that was well done. I yeah, agree with you. Yeah, I can. Once yeah, again, for I being agree. Like 2011, like that's I know. crazy. Like it's been that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? And this was a Canadian production because a lot of shows um, that are American, they'll. Yeah. They'll come up with a storyline and then they shoot in Canada, but all their leads mm-hmm. are Canadian. This show was, they were all Canadian. And then yeah. sci-fi picked it up after it was already being aired on CTV. And so I I wonder if that has something to do with it is because um, a, a lot of gay characters in American TV shows, that is part of their introduction is, oh, look at this trauma I have because I'm gay. Or, and if it doesn't become a part, it becomes a part of their story later. Like, I don't know if you guys watch Riverdale and I'm going to try to keep things really folklore on this, but there's like one character that like they introduce him as gay and it's like, here he is making out with like a guy from across the tracks and you're like, oh, great. But then later he's like... Yeah, you know, what is his name? I forget his name. But then later, he's like Kevin? talking about how. Oh, Kevin? No, Kevin. Kevin. Is it, it Kevin, is Kevin. Right, Kevin? Kevin. Later, he's like. There are multiple gay people, though, on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but the way they introduce him is like later, it becomes hit like a very big identifying part of his character about how hard it is. And I'm not saying it's not hard, but like that becomes the focus not the background line background of his life like also yeah, he's incredibly intelligent it's also it's yeah. also it's also even if that is the case like even if you're portraying that storyline why is it still a side character why isn't it why true, true. why are are the leads still in these heterosexual types of things and that's like the most important part of the show like mm-hmm. benny and yeah. jughead and I don't know the other people or Archie and Veronica. That's the main, that's That's the original storyline. Exactly. So even if they are portraying that, it's still not like a focal point. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Gay best friend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. Just having tropes, having tropes for the sake of tropes. Sometimes it feels like they're they're just throwing in tokens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Storyline to make it be like, oh, it's not just a cis story. Really, it's like, it is. But that's what it's centered around. This is what it's centered around. We kind of expected what we were getting into. Yeah. So, so with this story, um, and Not what we're getting into. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna bring yeah. it back to this. So Tyra, you've seen mm-hmm. all of season one, right? And do yeah. you, how do you feel she, it, her character was represented as far as sexuality for the rest of the the? Like the honestly, season? I've never seen a show like so well like representative of like something that's so like fluid and especially in that time it was like it was really amazing to see like her like not have that be the focus of the show of like her being like whatever she is exactly like being Mm -hmm. like the main focus and it being you know just like a part of her you know I think it was really cool and something that like I haven't seen a lot on tv so it was which I I think is it's kind of also realistic because I mean I don't want to speak for everyone's story but like for people who 
are, you know, part of the LGBTQ community, they usually go through that as a child or as a young adult. And she seems pretty like well adapted to like herself and who she is, which I think is realistic to her age. Yeah. I don't think that, I would agree that's with the that. same for I don't think that's the same as everyone, but yeah, I I I would agree with what Tyra is saying. Yeah. What I liked about it is it like just like this article said that it wasn't um how did it say it wasn't like a a central problem of the narrative. So in a way it's showing people like you can get to this point where it's just like, "Oh, I date this person or I date this person." And it's not like let's talk about it. Let's talk about why it's a problem. You know, it's just like, it was never yes. a problem who she mm-hmm. was attracted to. Cause they don't like spend time introducing a straight character. They're not like, yeah, hi, yeah. I'm straight. Yeah. yeah. It's part of my personality. Cause it's so, so nor It's so normal. That's, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. so good. So I think yeah. That's so true. Steps in- steps in that direction of normalizing those types of things is really good and the show does a good job of that yeah all right i'm gonna skip forward a little bit in the storyline because there's a part i wanted to bring up so okay so kenzie stays the night with with Bo because okay so Bo walks away after she kills that guy and then kenzie goes what about me like (laughs) because she's all drugged and helpless And yeah, she's literally gonna leave her there. I know. Yeah, that was funny. Like, ride the elevator with a dead body. <laughs> so, so Bo rolls her eyes and then goes back and picks a very drugged Kenzie up and firefighter style flips her over her shoulders and then takes her back to her place so she can sleep it off. And then we see Bo the next morning quickly taking things out of her apartment. She burns the outfit she was wearing the night before, and as and she grabs like a a bag full of IDs and money. And as she's leaving, Kenzie wakes from the couch and goes, wait, 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 hold on a minute. Because naturally she's very curious. She saw a very weird thing happen the night before. <laughs> and so she tells her she has questions and Bo decides that she'll explain the little that she knows about herself. So they go to a diner. Meanwhile, the cops show up and find the body and they say things like, oh, well, this guy's human, but whatever killed him wasn't. So they're obviously in on something. And he can, and Dyson says, um, oh, I smell a, a non-human on him or something like that. So we find out that he's some freaky something with smell. Later, we find out he's a werewolf and super cool. I really like, did you like Dyson? Can I, can I like, can I take a moment right there? Yeah. So that scene where they're like, Clearly, detectives who get to wear wear whatever they want, oh. and they're like strict uniforms. <laughs> and I'm like, classic, classic. Very storybook of you, where every sheriff gets to wear a leather jacket. <laughs> oh right. god, that's cool. so. Who are you, Damon and Stefan Salvatore? No, they dress like. <laughs> so, anyways, really quickly, they're sitting there like over the body, who's like smiling, even though he's dead, and they're like wondering what it is, or you think they are, because you don't know that they're like. Um, not human or anything like that yet, uh-huh. but they're sitting there, like you know, looking over the body, and there's this beat cop who's like, "Hey, what do you guys? <laughs> so what do you guys think of like what's going on?" And they just give him this like quick, like, "Hey, can we have a minute?" And I'm yeah. just thinking, and they like kind of just give him like their empty cup 
of coffee cups and they're like all right later dude like don't yeah. wait for me and this dude's probably thinking to himself like first of all like f you for just like giving me your trash yeah. <laughs> like telling me to go throw it away for you and two i don't think you actually know what killed this guy because like your response is like silence and then looking at me and being like all right later dude yeah <laughs> i'm just like those poor side characters sometimes who just have no idea what's going on that's true and what's oh. sad about that is he's almost he's like okay sure it's like way too <laughs> cheerful <laughs> like, and he's like a middle-aged probably like in his mid-50s these detectives are in their like late 20s early 30s he's like Man, yeah. I could have been detective twenty years ago. Yeah, that part is that's they're trading my trash. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> like, man, they don't even know what they're looking at right now. I, I love even, that like, this is what you take from the episode. Well, <laughs> that's why I like getting like different perspectives because I didn't really acknowledge that i was like oh because he's a side he's, he's human they're just trying Not to get rid of him but like it was kind of crappy they were like hey go away basically like <laughs> yeah they kind of shoot him away and gave him their trash and we're like piss off bud and he like asked them a genuine question and they just were like nope <laughs> but it made it seem like they had no idea what they were looking at it yeah which is <laughs> true like, they didn't okay i just pulled up a picture of dyson okay. Um, Megan, I have to go. My parents are calling me. Aw, okay. Sorry. That's too bad. Well, you can sign on again if you want. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Once again, an example of living with your parents. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay, so I I was supposed to. Oh, I was supposed to FaceTime with my friend, and I'm pretty sure her parents just took her phone. (gasps) How do you get grounded when you're living at home? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, the we're mad that you're on it. Anyways, so yeah, so they just took it from her. I think well, that's I haven't weird. heard from her at all. Mm. So, and she said that she she said that her parents were probably going to take her phone. Oh, so. that's annoying. Anyway. Well, I pulled up. I had to pull up some pictures so that I could get a good idea of what Dyson wears, and he wears the stupidest thing. Okay, it's like. Going back to what Nick said, he has like a a button up like blue shirt, but then he has this fitted vest and it's leather. It's like ribbed and it's leather. He looks like a steampunk like fan. <laughs> oh my god, steampunk like folk singer. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Yes. And then his partner <laughs> well, has a, like that's my it, vibe. Like, oh no, <laughs> this and, like, doesn't go well together. Yeah. Uh, and then a leather jacket, right? And then no, he doesn't have. Oh wait, maybe he does. I'm just look. I'm not looking at pictures of the first episode, but uh, he okay. does sport a leather jacket in the show. I don't know if in that first part, but his partner has like a fedora and like a like a a nice like trench, trench coat. coat thing on. And it's I love just, that. Like what cop dresses? Like but it's not like a. It's not like a classic cool like like duster. It's just like a kind of like an overcoat, like a raincoat. Yeah. <laughs> so, classic detective raincoat. Yeah. Like beige. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. It's so their outfits are very stylized in this show, which I kind of like. Like I was, I, I, I have okay. like a when it's when it's cops though. I'm like, you work for a fucking bureaucracy, you know? Like, are they? Like, I'm sorry that that's not true. Every day they're, they're allowed to wear just whatever they want, and like. <laughs> 
uh, I just don't see it. That's true. That's true. But whatever. Okay. So, um, there, so, okay. We're okay. So the cops are looking at it. So they're definitely aware that something happened and we know that they're not human and Ken. And so at the diner, Bo explains that she doesn't really know what she is. She just knows that she gets this hunger that builds and builds. And basically she ends up killing people when she sleeps with them. And so she just moves from town to town. <laughs> Man, that sounds rough. Like <laughs> I just hear Sam and Dean being like, she's a monster. Oh, yeah. When she gets that hunger. She can't control her. <laughs> we must kill her. God, that's and so funny. Just stab her like right in the heart. Like, that's one she's thing. Like, over. The one thing I really wasn't that happy with the supernatural is it was they didn't show like the monsters as like um, people. Yeah, or like, or, like having a struggle. conscience. Yeah, yeah, not having a choice, but maybe they can do something about it. And like farther along in the storyline, they do, and sometimes they can. But even but it when, takes like, like eight years, like. <laughs> Yes, like and they're just like seasons. killing people. And when demons take bodies, that person is still stuck in that body. Yeah. And the demon's just controlling it. And when they kill them, that body's done. That I know. Dead. And, like, and so they're like, they're always like, oh man, we don't kill people. Maybe I do kill people. Yeah. Oh my God, we don't kill people. And then they keep justifying. It's like, dude, you've actually you killed do. so many That's- people. My favorite scene is when he's um, they're somewhere and they're driving like on a a cart and they're like, we're in Stars Hollow, the the most this where the popular uh film Gilmore Girl or show Gilmore Girls was filmed, and because he was in it. Oh, and he (laughs) yeah, Sam was in it and he played a character named Dean. Yeah, that's how I knew him. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, and and so you might seen one of the main characters and you see. Sam like react and he's like let's keep going he's like he like totally he's like he's like trying to escape Rory or something which is his love interest Aww. if you guys have watched the show that is so funny um, there's some callbacks yeah. to like I've stuff like that I've definitely definitely watched that show <laughs> mm-hmm. um okay so what happened again? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just seemed like Sam and Dean was coming. That's why we got there. Oh, yeah. It's true though. I could totally see that. Okay, so when she's in the diner, she explains all this, and then the waitress comes to get the bill, and she kind of like touches her hand. She's like, "Hey, I'm a little short on cash. Do you mind just like forgetting about this?" And then the she, waitress like, rubs her hand, yeah. like, she, like caresses it, and it like, like, it, like, like glows oh. a bit, and then the waitress is like. Oh, like sure. Like she's having like a mini my orgasm or something. Yeah, dude, like... she was turned on. You could <laughs> tell. Like that was the whole situation. Yeah. The whole point. I like, thought she was just, just like, being hypnotized. You imagine oh, no. short of money and you're at a diner and you do that to the waitress or waiter, dude. No way. Uh, no I, way. I, I just, Thank you. I just can't see that happening. <laughs> it's double. It's double. You're telling me you're not going to get a tip and you're not paying? <laughs> it's double. I like that. No, we definitely find out later in the show that she has that effect on people and she uses it to get information while she's on a case. And it becomes like she ends up learning how to use that skill of hers to her benefit, which is good. Um. I mean, good. I don't know if it's good, but she's usually finding out something to protect somebody. So, family doggos. Oh my god! Look at 
with their little sweaters. I can't believe it. For any of those watching, uh, it's a great. Great Dane. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. They're so tall. Two what? Great Danes. <laughs> they stand less than a foot off the ground. <laughs> and they have little sweaters and fluffy Micro tails. Danes. Oh my, my god. That's so much. Oh, that would weird me out so much. What if they were just shrunken? I'm like Dane picturing it. Ew, no. <laughs> I saw three massive Great Danes running on a beach one time. It was crazy. Don't they look like horses? It was crazy. Mm-hmm. They run. They don't run mm-hmm. like dogs. They're like, yeah, gallop. Yeah, just like you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> for everyone and listening, was, Faye is demonstrating. It was so celestial. I was like, wow. <laughs> and this man who owned them, he was like, yes, these are my great dames. And we like sat and talked with him about his dogs for a solid minute. That's awesome. Okay, so. As the story continues, um, Kenzie says that they should work together because Kenzie could be her manager and with her skills that they could really be a good team. And I wrote down this line because it was one of my favorites. Um, Okay, so one of my favorite lines was Kenzie said, Mama always said, find the toughest kid on the playground and make friends with them. And you are definitely the toughest kid on this playground. And it would be kicking to be your friend. So I really, and so okay. that's like the beginning of their friendship. Yeah. My Faye. parents are asking me to come eat with them. Oh, we're almost done. I, <laughs> I keep losing now. people. <laughs> I can rejoin the call, but yeah, I have to go eat. Okay. <laughs> Should we do this? Come back. <laughs> Should we do this earlier in the day next time? Yes. I'm so yeah, sorry. Okay. Totally. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. sorry. Okay, I'll be back. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, Nick. Don't leave. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm here, man. I'm making coffee. Okay. I'm, I'm with this. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just have, <laughs> it's okay. I'll just have less people. Okay. Well, Kenzie and Bo, they get ambushed by the cops and they take them off and then she gets and there's like a bunch of fey people and they're like what clan are you in she's like i don't know what you're talking about and then she finds out mm-hmm. that there's a bunch of supernatural people and that she's one of them and yeah. so then that that whole thing happens and she gets examined by one of the doctors to find out who she is and they tell her she, she's a succubus and this is the first time she's ever learned what that was and I pulled up these lines because I thought they were really good. So this is the conversation that she has with Lauren, the doctor. Bo asks, after she finds out she's a succubus, can you fix it? The doctor says, there's nothing to fix. You're a perfect biological specimen of your kind. And then Bo says, yeah. I thought but, that was sweet. Yeah, yeah. She says, but I have a habit of waking up next to dead lovers. And then the doctor says, we can help you learn to control that if you like. Um, and so... Mm-hmm. What I thought was really interesting about this is that it's kind of, it's very sex positive because she's saying, can you fix me so that I don't have these urges? And then the doctor says, nothing's wrong with you. Yeah. It's very like almost, it, it's very similar to like body positivity. You know, it's like, you are who you are. We can, you know, help you like cope with things, but you're perfect the way you are, you know, like you, you don't need to change anything. You don't need to be like, um, feeling guilty about who you are and the tendencies that you have and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I really liked, and the whole, I didn't really think too much about how it was like sex positive when I was watching it. I was just like, Oh, 
this, I think because I didn't have any problems with it. And yeah. if they were like constantly shaming her, I'd be like, that's not okay. But it was very easy to watch totally. because they were like, this is who you are. It's fine. Yeah. This is how you control mm-hmm. it. And I thought that was really, <laughs> sorry, I just thought about something. Oh God, share, share with the class. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so the other day I was talking to Chris and for listeners, Chris is my husband and I uh, (laughs) I was talking about, I don't know how it came up. Oh yeah, there was like a character on something that that was a sex addict, but she was like a recovering sex addict. And I was like, God, that'd be challenging. And I just kept telling him, <laughs> like, I was like, that would be really hard for me to be with someone like that. Cause I'd wonder anytime they want to have sex, if it was not because they love me, but just because like sex they is their to, like, drug. Yeah. And Chris kept saying, well, that's silly because of course they want to have sex, but they're choosing to have sex with you. And I was like, I still, I still... Like he, he had all these. I like, see his point, but you have a good point as yeah, well. So yeah, because it's like when you're an alcoholic, you choose to be sober. But when you're a sex addict, unless you're with someone that is like asexual, it's kind of like part of making a relationship healthy. And like we went back and forth like for a while. He was like, "No, but that's different. Like when you're addicted to sex, you'll get it any way, like anyhow, and it's it has nothing to do with like a healthy relationship." And I was like, "But it's." it's still sex like it would still like <laughs> but um <laughs> i would like it would never leave the back of my mind at all and so i don't know it was just one of those things i couldn't stop thinking about <laughs> but <laughs> and my husband's always so quick to like just say something really insightful and like logical and i'm like oh what do you think about this often i'm like he just he <laughs> like always as if he's been pondering it for a while yeah he just always he's a, he's an insightful dude <laughs> anywho okay so okay yeah this conversation of there's nothing wrong with you i really liked that and the whole yeah we talked about the whole premise of the show is she has to have sex to survive but they don't make it like a negative thing um it's just mm-hmm. something that she learns how to control and okay so i know you watched the second episode so what did you think about her and dyson just being like all right well let's just have sex because you need it and i'm a fae you can't hurt me so let's do it i was like whoa yeah uh, <laughs> I, like, I get it it's a win-win but he's like he's like i'll give you what you need Haha, <laughs> wink wink. Like, yeah. I feel like he's just he's just reaping the rewards here. <laughs> yeah, I thought well well actually it was like it was her idea, which I thought was really good because it's all about consent. Cause she says I I don't remember exactly the wording because I didn't write everything from the second episode down, but you hear her voiceover like, I have an idea, this is how I heal, and he says okay you know and he's like willing to help her and then it's like boom they're naked and it's like whoa like it's like (laughs) there was no foreplay it was just like they're in their bed and she's naked like totally naked like covered up by her hair naked and i was like oh my god like they're really naked (laughs) (laughs) okay it was just like boom like (laughs) but like even though i've seen all the show like and it's about like a succubus they don't have like full-on raunchy like humpy butt cleavage sex scenes which you just yeah. like you yeah, know soft core porn going on at <laughs> times where I'm do. like I'm like that got hot and heavy quick <laughs> 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 like whoa and That's then it's so over true. and I'm like okay okay 
Wow. That's true. It like it builds, and when you're like, oh, how far is this gonna go? And then the scene yeah. changes. You're like, okay. <laughs> I, I just thought to myself, like, I'm really glad I'm watching this, just like hanging out by myself. Yeah. Because if I was watching this, being like, oh yeah, I just gotta, I just gotta watch this really yeah. quick. You know, will you watch it with me? Oh Someone's like, what are you like? What is this for? What are you watching? <laughs> Why are we watching this? <laughs> like, oh. But it's like you know. It's not, it's just like PG-13 kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They do it in a tasteful way. And it's, I think the best way to show sex is when it's like, this is part of the story. Not like, we've been waiting to show this scene where our actors are naked. I'm like, I just lost respect. Yes. Because it's like, everybody's done that. It's not interesting. But this, but this storyline, it's so interesting. And I, I think I watched like the, first four episodes even though i've already seen the whole show i just kind of had it on in the background and there's even a part where she has like a a a threesome with this couple and i I can't believe i watched this show and i didn't cringe because like i'm (laughs) i'm very like oh i don't want to see that like i get really squeamish because i was most of the time i do too and especially because i'm like these are paid actors being like they're they're (gasps) not being forced to do this they are choosing this is their job but at the same time like I, I always wonder, like, what they're thinking and, like, how... That's how I think. That's exactly yeah, what I, I think. Every time I think, oh, I know too much about this actor. It's, like, more than I wanted to know. I know what yeah. the boobs look like. I don't want... I know what his butt looks like. Yeah, and I just feel... I yeah, just am like, Ooh. I just don't really need to see that that often. And, like, I don't know. I get really cringed out with, like, those really intimate... What I would think of as like intimate moments in life are then uh-huh. being like exposed and depicted in like these shows and movies. I just don't really care to like watch these people make out really hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I'm like, oh, okay, I feel like that person in the room who's just sitting there staring at the couple who's like definitely making out too hard. Oh, that's so funny. Like, like in in reality, I would be looking away, but instead, I'm watching this show that's just like getting into it, and I'm like, okay, that's Whoa. so funny. That's exact. That's I'm exactly like how the I feel. To look away or like the scene to change, I'm like, any day now, any moment. Like it's just, <laughs> I'm not like when I'm watching a story, I'm like, I'm very into the story, but as soon as there's like a sex scene, I'm very aware that it's superficial and that this is not exactly. real, and that there's. Exactly. Like, there's a sound person, there's lighting people, there's, like, they're doing this thing in a room filled with people, and they're all like, no, do it again, do, do this, and, like, it just... It wasn't like cut, hold on, you didn't seem into it enough. It just, like, you know? <laughs> it brings me out of it, like, so, so much, and it's not that I'm a prude or anything, I'm just like, oh, how many takes did that take, and, like, I don't know. Exactly, like, it's the difference between, uh, like... I cringe watching like people just kissing on screen, you know, like when I'm watching a show, but then Uh if I see like, you know, parents or like an older couple who's been together for a while or like anyone who's like actually has that passion Mm -hmm. and it's like very real and they kiss, it's not that weird to just like see that. But when I'm watching a show, I'm, I just, yeah, like you said, like you're very well aware that this isn't that it's not real. Uh It's just like this very superficial yeah. It's weird. Oh my gosh, that's it's so weird. that's so funny. That's exactly that's how, that's what I think. The only reason that this is a, a topic of discussion is because it, it's the show that we are reviewing. Is like exactly. this show 
specifically depicts like her needing to like feed off of these moments. And so you see it often, mm-hmm. like things get a little hot and heavy and like there's a lot of makeout scenes and stuff like that. And she kills people by kissing them. So oh. yeah. But yeah. like the way that they did it, I I thought it was very tactful and very tasteful. Like yeah. But there is some... Like you said, like, boundaries and mm-hmm. open consent and conversations and stuff. And that's what should be depicted when it comes to these kinds of scenes, you know? Yeah. Like, there does need to be a little bit more of that in our society being depicted so that people are aware that that's, like, courteous. And that's mm-hmm. how it should be. Yeah. And the only, like, victim that I'm aware of, the only human victims that she has that we see on the show are, like some there's some kind of predator that's like a bad guy but after she figures out what she is she usually has sex with other members of the fae um she does end up i'm gonna ruin part of the story but she does end up with the doctor like Mm -hmm. a lot spoiler spoiler big spoiler but um whole thing spoilers but she the doctor gives her some kind of like treatment so that she can curb her like succubus power so that she doesn't hurt people and even before even when they the first time they have sex it's like there's a lot of conversation she's like you tell me if i'm hurting you and um if i'm sucking your soul out a little too much (laughs) 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 it's like oh no this is great or am i just being drugged and like my soul is leaving my body (laughs) oh that's another thing yeah because she can totally drug her um, and then, like, there's one, like, in episode four, she has a threesome with this fake couple, and she takes them back to her place, and they start making out, and her eyes get all blue, and when her eyes get blue, she stops, and she says, okay, and she's all smiley, but she's like, we're gonna need a safe word, and even though it's, because <laughs> it's like, yes, they're, they're, you know, they're doing a little, and this was pre, was that before Fifty Shades? I'm not sure, but the whole point of it is, is she's controlling so. herself and she's saying, I need to know if I'm hurting you. And so it's yeah. like, it's very, the, yeah, the whole, all of the sex on the show, I think is, is well, is well done. Is well done. <laughs> oh, it's a funny topic. Okay. Yeah. It's an interesting show. Cause it like really goes over that topic. It's very sexual, mm-hmm. but it has, it shows really good boundaries and borders and like rules of, and regulations of like a, a relationship like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. On on this topic, and then and then and then we'll get off it and finish the. <laughs> hey! Oh, you just missed. How was oh, yeah. how was dinner? Great. Phase back. What, you eat? what was it? Rice. <laughs> Bean sprouts. <laughs> Kale. Some rice. Oh, you're close. You're close. Rice, rice. sounds good. They're rationing some rice meat. right now. Meat and uh, some pepper. Cool. And some broccoli. Another thing Nick and I talked about is that it's very sex positive. Like, and that yep. doesn't happen a lot, especially for women. So as yep. a as a lady, Faye, how did you feel? What was your reaction to this as far as like, oh, the door. <laughs> That's gonna plague this whole podcast. Those doors. It's okay. <laughs> when this coronavirus is over, I'm, I'm My coming mom over. Trying to like grease it, but ah. it doesn't work. Dude, it sounds so like bad. it's upset with you every time it opens. It's like over you. It's like, tired of being open. It's like ah.
I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that in because it's really funny. But okay. That's a meme. So I really like the way. Hi, Tyra's oh, back. Hey, What's up, girl? How was dinner? You look pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <sighs> I just want to like oh, cry. I, oh my god! Oh my god! Look at dog. Why do you want to cry? Oh my god, he's so cute. Oh, Nick is showing us his little dog. Oh my god. Okay, I have to open the door again. I love this. Ready for it? Yeah. Yeah. It's so made that like the door has been through a lot, okay? It's had a traumatic upbringing. That's too funny. Okay, Tyra and Faye, I want to get your thoughts real quick on on this topic. Okay, so the whole show is very sex positive, especially for yes. Bo's character. So how did? Yes. <laughs> so like, and Tyra, you've seen the whole thing, but I want to know both your thoughts, Faye and Tyra, on how they depicted her sexuality. So, man, like as a lady, this was so refreshing to watch this character that was not shamed at all for it and she wanted to learn how to control it so that she wasn't hurting people but then the doctor giving her permission saying there's nothing wrong with you you just have to learn how to control your power it's also kind so of speak. a come on to be honest oh it was oh. it's like you're perfect <laughs> as yeah. it's like you you're she was like, oh, you're like perfect as you are you're yeah perfect specimen. yeah that's true it's like specimen don't call someone a specimen <laughs> she's just naked she, like, yeah she's on like, the table like, and wow she's that's a fine specimen well and there's like a point where the doctor says like my god you're beautiful and then she goes i'm so sorry and she turns around and what's great about that it's not hey are you gay? Me too. You know, it was like it's just like it was just like you can you're feel beautiful, the and I was like, yeah, this yeah. is this is perfect. This is exact because it's that thing that you were talking about, Faith. When you introduce a character, you don't say, "This is Frank, and he's straight." You know, <laughs> he's a straight male. You don't, <laughs> you don't do that. And what was really great about this show is they they depicted their sexuality rather than put a label on it. And it was never once did I hear anyone call Bo bisexual or pansexual in the show they just showed it and i thought that was i thought that was great but i've been talking too much what did tyra and faye what did you guys think about the way she was portrayed in that regard i agree with everything you're saying um (laughs) (laughs) that's just a cop out (laughs) yes uh no but i do i feel like you kind of took the words out of my mouth um she's she very much owns her herself Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really refreshing to see for like a lead character because some leads can be very like, oh, I'm so unsure of myself, and she, she just seems very, <laughs> very like com- badass, comfortable. You know? Like she's not yeah. meeting a guy. She's like, not Elena from her, Vampire you know? Diaries. Like, she has, exactly. she has oh, some like, she knows who she is, mm-hmm. and even while she's like discovering this part of herself, it doesn't feel. Like, she's uncomfortable with it. It just feels like she's trying to get to the bottom of it and still herself, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you guys. Um, And so you you saw the full first season. I don't remember exactly what happens in the first season, but, like, Tyra, like, all the different kind of, like, sexual encounters that she has. Nick and I had a conversation Mm -hmm. how, like, 
there is always consent. Like in episode four, she has like a threesome. And while she's making out with two of them, she says, okay. And her eyes get blue. She goes, we're going to need a safe word. And I thought that was like done really well. Which is so important. Cause I feel like in shows, like there's never that, like, it's, especially in like, um, and it's always like creepy how they get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's and never any like, like uh, verbal communication. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, yeah. So I thought that was, yeah, that is really cool to hear that. Yeah. And very important to, like, show people that, you know, consent is important. Yeah, and just, you like, know, communication. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Okay, so moving on to the next part. So the the Faye, they kind of, they take her and they tell her, you have to decide and choose between the light Faye and, or the dark Faye. And so she does this whole <laughs> trial thing and uh, she feeds fights this like my two alter egos <laughs> <laughs> light fade dark fade you never know which one we're gonna get <laughs> I'm sorry I cannot ma- okay. not make jokes this is more episode this is my name. time it's so yeah, funny dude. I was thinking have you seen Riverdale when they bring out dark Betty oh my god <laughs> yeah. like, and she puts oh, on so that bad. wig and then she's like she goes kind of crazy she, she like almost <laughs> drowns that guy and, and they're like betty oh, stop and i was like oh show is chaotic bro i haven't oh, watched all of it because it, like, it's kind of like a commitment and i had to take a break from riverdale betty just has so many cringy rants in the fourth season i'm just warning you it's really bad <laughs> she like meets this chick in the woods and she's like you need to back off you don't know what's coming. Yeah, that's how I speak to people I just met in the world. <laughs> okay, so she she does this whole trial thing, which I found interesting. She fights some big whatever, but then she meets a pain eater, and he kind of, like, puts her in this trance, and he, she's in this, like, peaceful forest, and he's like, drink this, Bro, and I'm then w- he's trying to convince her to kill herself, right? Yeah. What did you guys think about that whole thing? Because he's like, when he got to the part where he's like, no one will miss you and it will be an expression of love. I don't know. At that point, wouldn't it be like, what? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. There were a lot of moments where I was like, um, I see some holes in this guy's logic about just kill yourself. And he started getting really like, just, just drink it. Just drink it. Okay. Like, come on. And I was like, he's not, he's not doing very well here on his pitch, but the, what really got me and would have had me just be like, wait, what is happening? No. Um, was when he tries to finally offer her the tea that'll kill her. And he's been talking about how it's like tea and it's good. And you'll like it. And he pours it into the cup and it's just like mush. Like, oh, this, yeah. Like, thick consistency. I would have been like, it's not no, even tea. You want me? No. 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 That's some like, herby some, tea. Like, sweet smelling, some herbal, like dandelion root shit. Dandelion. Like, I would have been like, hmm, I'm tempted. But yeah. Instead, yeah, it was looked like it should have been like frogs. a tantalizing, like it should have smelled really good or something. Yeah, yeah. He, she should have been more tempted, is my opinion. I think so too, but I think that was like I, I like the way they did that scene because it was like she was kind of already getting a sense it was wrong. You're watching TV, totally. <laughs> you can hear the TV in the background. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, I really, I, I thought that whole thing was interesting, and I've never heard of a pain eater. I have heard of a sin eater, um, which is yeah. like in like kind of like fae folklore. But 
I thought it was an interesting take. And okay, there was also the Morrigan, which was like the lady in that red dress. That's a real like character, like in Fey culture. It was it's not like a specific creature, but it was like one individual. Um, so oh, interesting. We'll get to that. So the next episode we're gonna do is on like actual Fey folk, but. Okay, well, let's let's finish this up. So, basically, she wins the trial, and she says, Neither! I'm not gonna choose anybody! And so, then her and Kenzie yeah. are, like, new best friends. And I liked what Kenzie says. She's like, hey, it's cool. What does she say? She says something basically like, I'm only into guys. And then uh, Bo says, oh, I'll try to curb my disappointment. I thought that was... I thought that was, like, a really tasteful way to, like, do it. She's like, Hey, by the way, I don't swing that way, but it's cool. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, because like if, when you find out, like, sometimes, well, they're, they don't know each other. So sometimes if you're like friends with someone and they know you're straight and then they come out to you, I, it feels a little inappropriate to be like, hey, I'm not into you, by the way. Like, if they know you're straight, you don't need to tell them that. But these two people, they just met, so they don't know anything about each other. So that's, like, an appropriate time for her to say, oh, I'm only into guys. Mm, I hope that's okay. Yeah, It's kind of the moment where, like, someone is, like, into you and you're not. And you kind of have to just be like, oh, oh. No thanks, bud. But like, we're cool. I, I always hate having to navigate. We're, that, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. we're cool. Right? Friends, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like, I'll just marry my dog. Thanks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. This is my. Oh, oh, look at her. Oh, makeout <laughs> sesh. God, you oh, just oh, oh. I made she has stinky breath too. I made the unfortunate choice of like opening my mouth when my dog came up to greet me because he doesn't lick oh, my no. face normally, and his tongue just went bleh, like right in my mouth, and I was like, oh, 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 oh. like <laughs> "Are you really a dog owner if you don't accidentally make?" <laughs> yeah, it too often. Speaking of which, because oh Rosie, like, okay, she, she she's, like a, she's like a cat. So she like licks everything. So she does this. For those of you that's listening, Rosie is like trying to attack face. She does this sometimes. I'll lay on the ground. She'll like come over to me and she like buries her neck into my head and my like (laughs) neck. And she like tries to give me a hug. (laughs) And then she'll like lick your face. She'll like attack you. That is the prettiest face right there. Look at that. Oh. See, thanks, Rose. No. Yeah. See, she's trying to lick my hand. Mm-hmm. She's like, so are you going to pet me or, or get a make out? What's the deal? Like, <laughs> what's I need the deal. deal. She's the one who sat, like, on me. Rosie, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, right. and then she puts her paw, like, on my shoulder. Oh, Stop. Gosh. Okay, real quick. Let's You're just... my sister, Rosie. I'm not into you that way. <laughs> All right, let's We're finish. Family. We're family. All right, let's okay. finish this up, and then we can, and then we can just talk. Um, okay, so, oh, okay, so we kind of went through the whole story. Um, what did you guys think, like overall? Now that we've kind of like gone over the whole like outline, what what are your final thoughts on the show? Mm. I would recommend it. I don't know if I would watch it entirely. Like, it's mm-hmm. personally, it's nothing against the show for me. 
I think the acting is one of those shows where the acting's not like high grade enough to be like, I'm so into it. And like, I'm Mm going to binge the shit out of it. But at the same time, it is like a good casual viewing show for me. It's just that it gets, I feel like it's going to get more and more complex as the storyline goes. And I'm worried that I wouldn't be able to keep up with it if I'm casually viewing it as much. So that's, that's my take on it. But I did like the um, first episode and I like the plot line. Um, I like this overall strength of the characters and the storyline and like a lot of what we were talking about, like the how they're navigating the whole topic and everything is really great, especially for 2011. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. It's just personally, it's just not a show that I would like get really into. But that's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once again, I would recommend it. Yeah, cool. Rosie, what do you think? (laughs) What do you think, Rosie? Rosie, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) She's just staring at you. What? What? All right, Faye, what what do you think of the show? (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I think it it was really good. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) She was making her dog's mouth move. That's what Rosie says. I I agree. I I don't know if I would continue watching it because I have so many shows I'm watching right now that are like, you know. So it's I don't know if it's on par. Would you would you keep trying to find something else to watch, or would you like watch it in the meantime? I might. Yeah, I might continue watching a couple more episodes to see how it develops. Mm. Okay. Um, But I don't. I don't know if I would pick it out like out of. It's not your top other pick. shows. It's not my top pick, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. As, in, ter- in terms of pilot episodes, I I thought it was well put together. Pulled me in more than Roswell did. So. That was gonna be my next question. Totally. I, yeah. Better that it was it more interesting than Roswell's first episode. So that's our like standard. I think yeah, so. no. I it's just because that was the last thing. <laughs> no, we watched. I thought <laughs> I just thought the editing the and how the I don't know just how the show was laid out like i just think it was executed a little better i do too so tyra what did you think the pace was like a lot better in this than it was in roswell i have to say and Mm -hmm. i like the characters a lot better also like i'm like Bo is the type of character who like like that's the type of character who i like watch tv shows for like she's just like like a bad kind of like you know strong that, and, yeah like strong like female lead yeah. so I watched the first season of it I thought it was like really good and then I just like kind of forgot about the show so honestly coming back to it I'm like might watch the rest dude you know? yeah totally hey, if you watch the whole show Tyra we can do just like a couple episodes where we talk about the whole show which would be there you go awesome the progression yeah well yeah I definitely watched all of it <laughs> like <laughs> i it's it was like what tyra said i live for that type of character well there's mm. never been a character like Bo dennison but yeah exactly her her kind of like i'm strong these bad things happen to me but i'm not gonna let it rule my life that needs to be shown more because totally. even when she was like surrounded by Faye and they're like you need to pick a side and she was like no I don't like I was like dang this is my kind of lady and so like, I'm an anti-hero and, yeah yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah and like Nick your prediction was very accurate it's very casual watching and then like boom it gets 
real complicated, like real quick. And then you have to be like, wait, 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 what? And then you got to like really pay attention to everything because yes, because it was like a background show, but then dynamics and characters might come back and like it's yeah. like the plot's getting furthered by like certain like i don't know uh foundations and mm-hmm. if you don't connect with or, and like view those foundation moments later on you're like three episodes away from that and you're like wait who is that no yeah. like, power player and you're like i don't get their relationship and like what's going on only because you missed like one or two episodes mm-hmm. and like a few scenes so yeah. it becomes like no longer casual viewing yeah, and that's that's what happened, but like I was like ready for it cuz it was really really well done and they got a lots of nominations yeah. for like specific like cuz a lot of TV awards you can get like this episode was um nominated because of this or that and yes. they they have like they have like like a dozen nominations for specific episodes because like they did things like really well, like in, this, in certain ones. This, this show. show specifically. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. They're that's like a lot true. of um, Canadian they have the foundation to do that, and like the yeah. whole storyline of plot. They can really, they could really play with it. Yeah, and they did. Um, okay, one of my favorite episodes. Maybe Tyra and I will talk about this one if she keeps watching it. Um, they have like a Freaky Friday episode where <gasps> there's like a fake character, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yes. and all of the characters switch like they get stuck in the 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 doll which is like a bar that all fake can go to and wow. at one point they're all hey, they're all each I other yeah nope, <laughs> it's, just you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bar with just you just like i don't even know how to mix the drink <laughs> wait. wait i'm gonna have to wiki this tyra that would be wait, so cool if you if you finish the show drinks actually I mean, I have lots of time now, you know. Cool. I can make a wicked <laughs> Moscow mule, so. So much time. Okay, well. We'll see about that. We'll let's put it, let's finish this up well. Yeah, overall, it was really good, and I want to thank you guys for watching it with me. Of course. Thank you. Thank you for right. having us. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you for having Rosie. Yes. Yeah. That's I took, a good sniffer right there. I took some screenshots <laughs> of her face. <laughs> Look at her nose. She has oh a God, pink little so nose. Cute. Yeah, it's so wet. It's a wet nose. All right. We'll see you next time on Folklore Friday. You're, just say it. You're a succubus. Succubus. Can you fix it? Well, there's nothing to fix. You're a perfect biological specimen of your kind. Who has a habit of waking up next to dead lovers. If that's not sick, then I would like a second opinion. We can help you learn to control it, if you like. That's possible, definitely. If you've been born into a clan, you would have been taught how by now. You'd still have to feed, but you wouldn't always have to kill. 